Go to College, They Said, a podcast hosted by Get Involved NC, your center for student engagement and leadership at Niagara College. We're here for students who are looking to make the most out of their time in college, enhance their experience, make connections, and gain a competitive edge. This is an all-access pass for students to listen, learn, and start to lead with their best professional foot forward. So go to college, they said. It'll be fun, they said. Welcome back to Go to College, they said. I am your host, Sarah, from Center for Student Engagement and Leadership. And you have all heard it before. We have said NC here loves acronyms. So Center for Student Engagement and Leadership, also known as CECL, but we are a part of a wider EAC team, which is Student Engagement, Academic Advising, and Career Services. And we work so closely across our program areas and offerings. And this episode really kind of speaks to that important work that both our career and academic advising team does, not only as a part of their core support offerings, but really how their work is connected. So I'm very excited to have Jody and Marcia here with us on the podcast. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. Thank you. And so Marcia and Jody, I'm going to let you guys introduce yourself a little bit, but Marcia, you are a career consultant at NC and Jody is an academic advisor. So Marcia, why don't you take it away first? Thank you. Yes, my name is Marcia Fiorino. I'm a career consultant at the college and I work with current students and recent graduates from uh, for up to two years after they graduate and I work with them in order to help them with any job search needs. Amazing. Hi, I'm Jody Thomas. I'm the academic advisor uh, for the Allied Health, Nursing, PSW, and International Nursing programs. I work with a larger team, both um, advisors at the Welland campus and the Noddle campus. I also have a team of international student advisors that we work with as well. And those international advisors do the same thing as academic advisors do, uh, but they support our international students and help them with their visas and their co-op permits and everything else like that. Amazing. So we're going to dive into career pathways and connections. Starting with you, Marsha, you have some really great tips and questions that students should be asking themselves or that you ask students as they're preparing. So what are your kind of top five? Yeah, so I think the first thing that students should really consider is what direction do you want to go in? You know, what career do you want? That's the first question. And for students who don't know what direction they want to go in, there's a lot of different personality tests that you could take to help you with that. So on our NC library site, we have career cruising. Also on the Niagara College website, there's something called career coach. So when you go into those databases, you ask you a bunch of questions and the result is, you know, a, a list of different careers or things that might work with your personality. Also meeting with your career coach, such as myself. So, you know, if you're not sure what direction you want to head in, it's always good to meet with someone who's kind of in the business of helping people get jobs to take a look at what experiences you have and make suggestions on, you know, pathways you could take. And then if you're changing direction from what you're currently doing and not quite sure, you know, what to do, it's always really important that you would go see your advisor to talk to them and get a plan developed for you. No, that's so smart and such good advice because I do find anyone we've had, whether it be on the podcast or as a speaker who have been alumni to come back, the number one thing they said is they they wish they used the resources on campus more, and especially in terms of the career avenue, because the support is there. It's free for students to use. It's not your first time seeing all of these students and seeing different career paths, whereas students get a little bit of tunnel vision sometimes. 
and don't even know what else is out there. So it's great to just kind of talk to someone and see what options they have. That's really yeah. advice. That's so true. You know, for those students who kind of know what direction they want, or once you've determined what career that you want to take, it's really important to start looking at job descriptions in those particular careers. So Google, look for similar work and figure out what skills it is, what skills you need to do that job. Other things you could do once you figure out what you want to do is connect with industries on social media. So follow them on links, LinkedIn or Instagram. Also follow people in the industry or in the jobs that you want to do. People who are inspiring and trailblazing in the field. Um, really good to follow and, you know, just to hear the the newest information of what's going on. You could even connect with people working in industry. I've had people call me saying they're going for an interview and, and just wanted an information interview with me. So that's your time to find out what this person is doing, what skills they're using to do their job, you know, what do they find challenging about their job and what do they enjoy? Um, once, once you figure that out, so you've looked at what direction you want to go on, what skills do you need to do that job, you want to look at what skills do you have? If you aren't sure what skills you actually have, it's a good thing to take a skills workshop. And last week on our career events page, we actually offered um, essential employability skills workshop. That's something that we offer. So take a look at the My Career site if you haven't done that. Um, looking at your individual course information sheets and reviewing the essential employability skills that are listed on the bottom of those sheets will help you to determine what skills are you learning in your program. You can look at the TLPs that you receive at the beginning of your course. In addition, looking at your courses, also remember to look at the work experience and the volunteer experiences that you've had. So how are you articulating those skills on your cover letter and your resumes? So if you're struggling with determining what skills you have, it's a really good idea to connect with a career consultant such as myself. Or if you're a co-op student, connect with your co-op consultant and you know, get them to help you with that. Yeah, and I think it's so interesting. We've said this before, but it's so common, not only in students, but young professionals, working professionals, no matter how far kind of you are in your career, people can't identify 10 skills that they have when they really have over 100 skills. It's just identifying those skills. And so I think the workshop that Julie did is so great at help pulling your experiences and sorry, pulling the skills from the experiences that you've had. And sometimes it just takes putting a little extra work into it, like attending this workshop or talking to someone to kind of help hash all that out. Because it's, it's hard sometimes, especially as a student, I know, to talk about yourself and say, oh, like, I'm really good at this. It's not always comfortable to do. So I think that in itself, identi helping identify your skills is a skill in itself and that you're going to have to put a little work into. Yeah, it really is. The help, yeah. Yeah, definitely. It really is something that people don't realize is actually a you know, they, they actually have more skills than what they think they have. Yeah. Or they don't identify it as a skill. And then, so when they are seeing maybe those gaps, skills that they're needing, like what should they do? So once you look at that, there's so many different ways that you can gain the skills that you're needing. So think about, you know, you've looked at what skills you need. You've looked at what skills you have, and you're looking at those skills that you're missing. Think about, you can, there's actually on our library database, we have something called prep step, and it's a good way to learn about careers and actually build workplace skills. So check that out. You can get involved. The get involved site, get involved.niagaracollege.ca list events that are 
right now happening virtually. And you can also connect with not-for-profit organizations on the site as well. You know, do it through Get Involved, or you could also look at not-for-profit organizations in your area. You would know about the lead events and the peer mentoring as well. So yeah, and I think it's important that students understand that when we say you have to get involved and get experience, it doesn't mean you need to go out and get three extra part-time jobs or dedicate a hundred hours a week. Like you literally need to pick one thing that's going to help with your professional development and whether that is connecting with a mentor or being a mentor or just getting involved with our office and engagement and completing the lead program. You're going to do something outside of the classroom that's going to help kind of elevate your, your resume and help you kind of identify what else you like doing outside of your studies. So I think it's just important to find something for you. Don't force yourself to be doing something that doesn't fit and your skills will come out and shine that way. So just taking that little bit of effort to even reach out to us, whether it's on Instagram at Get Involved NC, to just say, I want to get involved. We will ask, okay, what do you like doing? What, what is it you want to do? How involved do you want to be? And find something that works for you. So don't be intimidated by that kind of need to to get involved and, and go above and beyond because it, it I don't want to say it's so minimal but you can get you're going to get what you put into it yeah there's little steps along the way that you can do it doesn't have to be you don't have to dive head first right in and, and be dedicating 100 hours a week to anything so you can take small steps yeah exactly and I think a lot of times too students will want to start a career and they want to start right in that career and remember that the various jobs you have along the way are going to be stepping stones to that career. So like, for example, say you want to work in a, a lead management role in the operations field, but you don't have that supervisory experience. So maybe something as simple as working in the food industry in a shift supervisor role is going to help you gain that experience that you need to get to where you want to be. Exactly. So yeah, I think those are the main things really just to kind of review them was to deciding what direction you want to go in, what skills do you need in that role? What skills do you currently have? And then looking back at those skills that you're missing to really tie yeah. everything together. Amazing. And so Jody, our academic advisor here, giving us all the information of important and key dates for students. Anything that should be on their radar. Oh, well, it's the end of the term <laughs> and the beginning of the term. So there's lots of things that should be on the radar for sure. So our biggest thing right now coming up is December 4th. Students need to be paying their $250, domestic students, I should should clarify, need to be paying their $250 deposit. That secures their seat in their programs um, and allows them to pick their timetables. Without that $250 deposit, unfortunately, they're not going to be able to pick a timetable. If you're an international student, the fees are a little bit different, so you're probably going to want to reach out to if you you don't know how much money you need to pay or how much money you owe at this time, you're going to want to reach out to the international department and to check with them to see how much you're pay, you need to pay in order to pick a timetable. If you are a returning student though, you can actually go on MyNC and you can go onto My Financials and it does uh, post there how much you owe for your fees. So that would be the first date. So as soon as we've done paid our $250, then we're able to pick timetables, which happens on December 10th. So you're also, I'm going to say this lots, need to spend some time on MyNC. It's a very very, very important area to be on. It has lots and lots of important information. I and mean, you can find everything you need to know pretty much on my NC. 
my NC has the timetable dates listed because each program has a specific date that they can pick their timetables um, and it's broken up by programs. Timetable selection opens up at seven o'clock in the morning on the day that you're supposed to do it. If you're in a programs like the nursing programs or the paramedic programs where there's limited timetables or there's clinicals attached to them, you're going to want to be up at seven in the morning picking those timetables. Otherwise, <laughs> yeah, yeah, otherwise, you're not going to get that clinical placement that you were hoping to get. So, so you're definitely going on to do that. So you're going to be able to log into MyNC to pick your timetable. I and mean, you're picking it in, in case you haven't picked a timetable, if you're new to Niagara College, you pick an entire timetable block. It is all your courses that are included in it. So you don't have to pick individual courses. You're just picking one big block of everything you need to know in there. So you're just going to log into your INC, your dashboard, and you're going to go into manage registration. Um, and therefore, that will help you pick your timetable. Once you've picked one, you're going to look at a bunch of blocks. There's a few blocks usually available. And once you look at them um, and pick one, you're going to make sure that you confirm that you picked that timetable. Otherwise, it's not yours and you'll lose it. So that's uh, the two most important things coming up in December. Of course, classes end December 18th. So then we're all done uh, the fall term. I can't believe it's come this quickly. So um, fast. Yeah, it's, it's hard to believe that we're heading into Christmas soon. So that's the last day of classes. So after December 18th, you won't have any more classes uh, for this term. Final grades will be posted for you to see on December 24th. Please make sure you go on and check your final grades. Make sure that you've passed all the courses that you, uh, you, you were taking because um, it's really important that you do that because just because you picked a timetable sometime between December 10th and the 23rd, whenever the timetables are, doesn't mean that you get to keep that timetable. If you've been unsuccessful in the class, unfortunately, courses will be removed from your timetable if there's any prerequisites to those classes. So you need to be checking to make sure that you have um, got everything that you need. And if you've been unsuccessful in the class, you're going to want to reach out to your advisor in January when we get back to help with the recovery plans. The college is closed between December 25th and January 1st. Um, so we get a little Christmas break there. So if you are reaching out to anyone, we're not gonna be responding until uh, January. January 5th to the 15th is when our part-time registration opens up for students. So therefore, if you have been unsuccessful in the class, you can go on MyNC and see if you can pick up the class that you were unsuccessful in if it's offered this term. Please be aware that there's no guarantee that just because we're offering the seat that there's going to be room for you for you in it. All right. Uh, there's no guarantee. We have limited class spaces, even with we're online. Um, so that's when you're going to be able to do that. That's there. And so classes start January 11th. So we're back and that's when our winter term starts January 11th. You're going to want to make sure you're checking your timetable. I'm sure that you're aware already. If you haven't already checked our site, some of our classes are online. Some of them are hybrid. Some of them are actually face-to-face -face if you have any lab or anything like that. So you're going to want to make sure you check your timetable out to make sure that you are virtually in a classroom if you need to be. If you're physically in a classroom, you're there. Or if you have an asynchronistic class that you can actually go online and start checking those classes out. So that would be pretty much it for school. And to kind of tie into Marsha's conversation, if you're looking to, you know, careers, change your careers or change your, your uh, programming, you need to apply to uh, any of the college programs uh, February 1st. So your college applications need to be in for the September one. So especially any programs, if you're in a pre-health or a pre-community or anything like that, you're going to want to apply by February 1st for the September start and, and get your applications in for that. So many important key dates, and I'm so glad that we went over that. It's a great refresher for 
current students and as they are kind of winding down and then getting ready to wind back up for, for winter. But why, why should they see an advisor? Because I feel like it's really engraved into students' minds sometimes to only go once they're kind of treading water. And I think it's important that they understand that they could see an advisor well before that happens. Absolutely. Your advisor is there. Basically, your advisor is your the expert of the program. So you can see them before you start the program. You can see them anytime during the program, right? So if you're looking to change programs or if you're looking to further your education, you could come in and see an advisor um, about what the program specifically offers, what careers at the end of this program might be offered with this. You can basically talk about the admission requirements for a program, pre-admission requirements. So some programs, you have to have a HOE test or you have to have an interview or for the social service worker program, you had to have a portfolio to have in. So you have the conversation about what kind of courses or prerequisites there are for any of the courses. If, if you're already in a program and you're thinking about transferring to another program or going further in your education, you're going to want to take a look at what courses that you currently have and what courses you might be able to transfer to the other program, to your future program. Same with furthering your education. Education. Say you want to complete your program here at Niagara College and you're looking to maybe go to a different college or to a different university to a different program. We can talk about the bridging programs, the articulation agreements that go involved in that. We can help direct you to the NC Pathways website or the OnTransfer uh, website that are all helpful for transferring into other programs or other things. So that's related to the career things, um, but you can see an advisor for anything. And um, we have, as you've mentioned, you talked about lots of different resources Niagara College has. If you're struggling a little bit or things aren't going as well as you want, you want to reach out to your advisor and we will, if we don't know the answer, we definitely will know who to send you to. Um, we'd like to connect students to our drop-in sessions in the library for our English math and um, our writing skills. Uh, we always use our peer tutoring program is fantastic and our peer mentoring program is amazing as well. So those are all resources that we would definitely direct you to and, you know, connect you to our health and wellness center if, if you're struggling at all with that. So your advisor, we joke in my department because I'm nursing related on all of my uh, programs, we always joke that I'm the triage. So start with your advisor <laughs> and then um, from there we'll, we'll, we'll triage you to the right places. I was just going to say, truly our office is like a one-stop shop. You could come in <laughs> for whatever issue, problem, meeting you have and, and leave with a ton of different resources. And so again, to our students who are listening, please utilize these resources that we have and make sure that you are reaching out, whether it's career-related, academic-related, it all ties back in together as the work we do in our office does. And so we really want to help you be the most successful you can be. So thank you both for taking the time and giving such good information to our students as they head into almost, I mean, exam season, but almost holiday break. So thank you guys and have a good day. And thank you all for listening. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Thank you.